Welcome to South Florida Sunday. I'm Karen Curtis, and I'm joined by Don Williams. He's the program director for X1023. And together, we had the honor of interviewing Evangelist Alveda King, the director of civil rights for the unborn and priests for life, about the latest riots and protests surrounding the death of George Floyd. Well, listen, we definitely wanted to get you on. We have plenty of questions. I know we have limited time, and I want to make the best use of this time. So let's get right into it. Thanks again for joining us. And we understand that you have a dire warning to Americans. Um, Pray to stop the looting and the shooting. But here's a question for you. A lot of people, I believe, are taking what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said out of context. When he made the uh, comment about um, looting being the language of um, the unheard of the unheard. Thank you. And I know you want to explain that message and you would um, and we want to know, in your opinion, what your uncle would think with what's going on right now. If you will think about the words of my uncle, the prophet Martin Luther King, Jr., He said that violence is the voice of the unheard or the message of the unheard. But that didn't mean that violence is okay. He believed in nonviolence. He says, but I I won't work at it that way. I'm going to remain nonviolent. Martin Luther King Jr. was a prophet, a man of God, civil rights leader. And so his answer was, you have to hear the voices of the oppressed and the distressed. Hear that voice, show human compassion, not racial compassion. We are one race, the human race. And he he also said we may have come up on different ships, but we're in the same boat now. (laughs) So people who, the Caucasians out uh, out of Europe, for example, many of them were shipped over here because they were having problems in their own society. And some of them were fleeing oppression, as we know. The Africans sold their own brothers and sisters to Caucasian slave traders. They were in that together. So that's how we got here as slaves. And then when we got here, the Native American Indians were oppressed. So you've got a lot of sins to repent of across the board and then still come together. And this is another word from Martin Luther King Jr. We must learn to live together as brothers and not add as sisters or perish together as fools. So if you're a separate race, which we are not, we are one blood. Acts 17, 26 says God made us all of one blood. So there's one race. We're not colorblind. If you're colorblind, you need glasses. If you can't see color, color is a gift from God. Why do you want to be blind? But we're not supposed to fight each other. Alveda, I wondered, this is Karen, um, what MLK, he said about the riots that they don't develop out of thin air. Do you think these violent protests are organized, planned, and funded, and if so, by whom? This is not thin air. What they come in from different uh, domestic terrorist approach. So you have peaceful protesters, but you have people who are grieving, people who are upset. You have teenagers who just want to do something. So you send in a few what they call outside agitators. When I was a girl, a teenager, I I got married the year after my uncle Martin Luther King Jr. was killed. However, uh, I was a youth organizer for the open housing movement. So they would send people in, and even in Birmingham when our home was gone, they'll send people in to do destructive things and to confuse the emotions, cause the chaos that Keisha Lance Bottom, mayor of Atlanta, is talking about. So once that starts happening, it's hard to contain that. 
So we know that the violent looters and all of that, they didn't come out of exactly thin air. But what Martin Luther King Jr. meant was they're not our neighbors. These are not people who live here. And I told somebody the other day, the African-American community has always been a target in America. So initially we were slaves, then came Jim Crow. And as you defeat each one, something else would come up. So finally, the Negro Project, and that is giving men, black men and women free vasectomies and tubal ligations, or the Tuskegee Project, give the men syphilis and don't treat it and see how many you can kill. And then you get into legal abortion, which more African-American babies die than anything, and then you move on to where we are today. So if we can't abortion, sterilize you, lock you up in jail like Joe Biden did in the 90s, then what we'll do is send outside agitators in, and you just started a new small business. We'll get them to burn that down. Wow. We'll further devastate. It's all a systemic kind of thing that keeps going, but it can't stop by the power of God, by Christian leaders rising up, comforting and going among the people, saying enough is enough, and then we vote according to God's morals and not all this other stuff, and that's, those are some of the solutions. You know, if we know this is going on, how do we, and I hate to use the word fight, but <laughs> what do we do about this if we know it's going on and it could possibly distract us from the, the real issue at hand? We do this with Christian occupation, Jesus, you know, and, and it is written. The devil had no, because he never would have crucified him. Because all this could not have happened, the blood of Jesus would never have been shed. However, we are here. So what the devil intends for evil, the Lord already intends for good. So Christian occupation, Jesus said, I'm going now to my Father, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit. We have Pentecost weekend already. He says, occupy till I come. So you occupy, take over their resistance with the resistance of the Holy Spirit. Draw near to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You resist the devil with, okay, so they tore up the community, start and sweep up, up all of that and then ask uh, for more protection and security if it's available, and say, you're not tearing up our cities, you're not doing it, you're not doing it. Love, forgive, and as you do that, you then when it's time to vote, vote for the God's more, just vote, not, not Democrat, Republican, independent, none of that. Just which thing is going to line up with the first part, and you vote for that. So let, those are things that we can do. Let me ask a question. What do you say to the person that say, you know what, we've already tried to love, we already tried to forgive, and we keep doing it, we keep doing, and we were met with resistance, so they feel like they really need to get their message out there and get it heard, and now they're seeing at least they are getting somewhere. What do you say to that person? Well, just say, say okay, we hear you now. Pick up the weapons of love and nonviolence. Let's move forward. We're speaking with evangelist Alveda King. That is, She's the niece of MLK Jr. And, of course, how did we get here? I mean, I think every police officer, every person who saw that video of what happened to George Floyd was just horrified. I mean, do you think America and our police departments are inherently racist? History keeps repeating itself until we all say we're, many of us are racist. If you think that your black race is different from the white race or the red race or the yellow race, those things don't exist. They're socially engineered. So until we throw away the socially engineered concept of us being separate races, we'll go around and around this circle. But I believe there are too many people now, because I've seen people with different skin hues out there protesting together, and I think that's a good thing. But I'm going to have to leave so I can take one more question, if you will. 
No problem. We're just going to wrap up. Where do we go from here? We continue in the Lord, asking our leaders to come out from behind the social media screens and uh, the Facebook and all that. Still do that. <laughs> come back out among your people. Right. Even though church physically was shut down, the Word of God is never shut down. So let's ask leaders to come among the people, however that is done. You can do social distancing, a mask, or whatever. Get the truth out. Worship the Lord. We don't worship government. We don't worship America. We worship God. And as we do that together, regardless of skin color and socioeconomic conditions, this is why we are saying don't give up. Never get weary of well-doing. Do not give up. Because love, agape love, the love of God never fails. Thank you very much for speaking with Thanks, us today. All. all right. All right. God bless.